Welcome to a special edition of the Low Post Pod. I'm your host, Christian Martinelli, joined again by Matt. Um, no Kyle this week, uh, but it's a special edition. Uh, just a, a quick podcast to review the semifinals and do a quick preview slash prediction of the finals. Um, pretty exciting things hap- happening in Legacy League, things happening fast. Uh, the reason we're doing it tonight is because semis were tonight. Finals are tomorrow, um, you know, kind of crazy, but it's what COVID did. It smushed the season together. So um, let's get right into it. So first game uh, was a game that we talked about on the pod last week that we thought it was going to be very close. Um, Good U versus Lob City. We had Lob City favored by a few points and Lob City just kind of had a, a hot first quarter and they, they didn't keep their foot off the pedal, really. They were able to hold Good U off all game. <clears throat> and they were able to win this game 63-50. to 50. Uh, First quarter, they go up 20-8. to eight. And then every quarter after that, they're just able to win by one point, two point, you know, very uh, evenly matched. But uh, Good U just wasn't able to put any dent into that lead. Uh, Matt, why do you think that Lob City was just able to grab that early lead and hold them off so easily like they did? Well, Lob City did what they usually do, right? They get to the basket, they're dunking, they're scoring. Uh, number 13, Colin Burns, who we haven't actually seen in a little bit. He was there tonight. He's a presence. But it honestly was, I thought, good. You just had a really rough night shooting the ball. I mean, Matt yeah. St. Hours, uh, he only had nine points, four for 13. Randy Butler, five for 15. Their leading scorer was a guy, Ryan Palumbo, who had a decent night, but he's not usually their main guy. Uh, a lot of their players just, you know, couldn't really hit. Brendan Degnan, he only had eight. Um, the offense just wasn't really flowing. They had some sloppy turnovers. And then Lob City, that was the most energy I've seen from them all year. I mean, they had all their guys dead or night, and they showed up in a big game when it mattered. Uh, they're, they just completely read Good U's offense. I mean, Good U had spurts. And like you said, the first quarter tells the story, 20-8 to eight lead, and it was hard to get it back. The rest of the way, it was pretty evenly matched, but you can't make up for a quarter that bad. It was just dominant performance from Lob City. Uh, Jose Mercado, good with 19, and Greg Holt, what I thought was a standout for me. His guard play was fantastic with 17. But, yeah, I thought Good U would win. I wasn't on the pod last week, but I thought Good U was going to win this game. But all credit to Lob City because they look phenomenal. Yeah, Lob City did look great. I showed up. Um, about in the second quarter, uh, you know, after the first quarter I showed up. So I didn't get to see that early run, but the game I saw was pretty closely contested. But what I realized was Lob City's defensive intensity was on another level. It was making good use lives extremely difficult. Like you said, a terrible shooting night for them, shooting 36% overall, 17% from three. Um, and, you know, we even have guys like like their big man, Nuri Mahoud, uh, Mahmoud. He's he's picking uh, Matt St. Hour's pocket. Just just everyone making their own little contribution tonight for, for Lob City. So that's kind of what makes that team uh, so difficult to stop when, when they're really clicked on is because they just have all these guys that can do so much. So, that you know, good you. They, they had a great season, obviously, tonight. They just couldn't uh, – they couldn't find the groove on offense whatsoever. Nothing was falling. Um, they made things look a little bit more difficult than – like Lob City, you just felt like they could get a basket whenever they needed to get a basket. Good you, it just seemed like a lot more effort had to go into it, only scoring 50 points. And 
this is something we kind of touched on throughout the season. We said, good you, as good as they, they had been through stretches, they also, they also struggled to score the ball on some nights. And unfortunately that came back to bite them tonight in, in the biggest game of the season. It helped them out last week. They were able to score pretty well against a strong defensive team, but yeah, tonight, uh, their, their offensive woes were a little too much. And, and Lob City, I think, honestly, most of the credit goes to them. They just played really well. Uh, they showed their potential. And uh, that's, that's a scary team. That's a hard team to beat when they're, when they're really fully motivated and playing as hard as they can. And the thing with good you is, like, we know they got guys that can drive and get inside. But tonight mm-hmm. their offense was just too one-dimensional. I mean, four for 23 from three. That is That's a pretty – rough stat line, especially when yeah. you can't get things going inside. There's nothing to, you know, bounce off of. You know, unfortunately, nights like this for, you know, the guys on good you don't happen often. It was unfortunate that it wasn't the playoffs. Um, but take no credit away from Lob City. I think that I think they deserve this win tonight. Yeah, they fully deserved it. They earned it. They're a team that I think most of us thought from the beginning of the year, there's a good chance we were going to see them in the championship. Um, they're there. They deserve it, and they have a very good chance to win it. So we're we're going to get into their uh, championship matchup first, uh, but we're going to talk about the other semifinal and who they will be playing in that game. This is a game that, you know, barring the st- circumstances, it makes sense why it was close. But this is a game that no one thought was going to be close. Um, no John Kutu for Duye's boys, Vincent Volpe. No one thought he was coming, myself included. Uh, shows up right at tip, uh, you know, for a little dramatic entrance. So, Duya's boys were down there. They're two best players, it looked like, until the last second. Vincent Volpe shows up uh, hungover and $500 uh, less rich after a tough night at the casino. And, uh, is that know, true? Were, it is true. <clears throat> and, and they were uh, they were just able to gut out the 46 to 43 win dismal offensive performances on both sides, a strong defensive performance on, on both sides. It depends how you look at it here. Uh, but the shooting was, was pretty horrendous overall. But Duye's boys, they were the better team all year. They're the team that deserved to make the championship. And they were just able to edge them out in the end in a real slugfest. Yeah, you know, good teams with good, talented guys. That's a tough win. When those, when those close ones, obviously you're down your best player, arguably the league MVP. Um, probably going to be a first team, you know, all-star. Uh, so they really had to grind this one out. Um, I mean, Volpe, I thought he started kind of slow. I thought the offense was getting carried by Tartaglia and Yarsi a bit. But, you know, Volpe, he's a good player. He's going to get you his, that 14-15. He got 14 tonight. Um, one thing I got to say about DA's boys, I mean, Shane Patrick, he hit those two early threes. I was excited. I thought it was an offensive game for him. And then he didn't make another one. But he, he took no shot inside the arc I mean you're a big guy like get under the basket get get on the post I mean I think I think he can do well down there I mean he took 12 threes and then uh for the Orcas again I thought it was a good fight from them you know they 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 played hard Dexter Liu had a good game Gio Diaz Kendall Gillins was out there facilitating um the Winchell brothers were out there they were um controlling the glass you know 14 rebounds from Jeff Winchell but um, that that's that's really all there was to it. Again, the Duyes boys just the better team. Uh, so in a close game like that, you always got to favor them. It did get a little scary with the free throws at the end, but 
uh, yeah, Duye's boys go into the final tomorrow, still without Q2, I believe. So barely scraping past the Orcas. Uh, it could be a really good matchup tomorrow. Yeah, it's um, and I do have some breaking news, and this is gonna this is gonna be a little unfortunate for Duye's boys um, championship hopes, but no John Kutu tomorrow. And no Vincent Volpe tomorrow confirmed. No. Yeah, it's it's bad. So wait, why? Uh, Volpe is going away on vacation today. Uh, he's going on another vacation. So just came back from, you know, being hung over at the casino. Now he's going away on another vacation tonight or tomorrow. And then uh, unfortunately, John Kutu is still going to be gone. So we're going to be looking at uh, a Duyes boys team that's going to be in need of a miracle. But we'll get to that matchup in a minute we'll, we'll finish talking about this matchup first but uh <clears throat> Volpe this was kind of like his flu game his Jordan flu game uh you know because we all know Michael Jordan was really just hung over for that game in Utah so um that's kind of what, what happened <laughs> tonight he drops 14 and honestly his biggest contribution was on the boards 18 boards uh he totally dominated grabbed 16 defensive boards so he, he was great in that aspect uh he grabbed a few ticky-tack falls here and there but, um, yeah, him and Zach Tartaglia, Brian Yarsi, they, they did the uh, line share of the scoring here. Only six more points were scored. That was Shane Patrick's two threes. Uh, he went two for 12 from three. But it's so funny with, with Shane, sometimes his, his defense is, is uh, the thing that really matters with him and his energy and everything. So there, there was a tech in the game, and it wasn't on Shane Patrick. That's, that that's is a hilarious freaking, thing. That that's is hilarious. You don't see that very often. Yeah, so – he, he came real close to getting teched about five times, but he never fully crossed that line. So uh, that was huge for them because it was, uh, you know, it was a one-position game at the end. And I, I got to say one thing about the Orcas here, um, you know, dismal shooting, but amazing defensive team. Uh, they get a little bit screwed there. Um, that that lane violation on Gio Diaz oh my, yeah. was – so Volpe misses the first free throw – they call a lane violation on Gio Diaz, a very inconsequential call. It didn't really – I don't know if there's really a need for it to be called, in my opinion, with, you know, 50 – I don't know, it was 40, 50 seconds left, whatever it was. Even um, less than that. They end up calling that lane violation. Yeah, Volpe ends up hitting two free throws, extends the lead to to four instead of, you know, two or three, whatever it would have been. Um, and, you know, that kind of – took the wind out of the Orca sails. I think that just made them have to uh, chuck up a few bad shots there at the end. And uh, it's, it's unfortunate. That's all I can say. You know, the Orcas put up a good fight. If they wanted to win this game, they should have played better offense. One for 19 from three terrible again from, from downtown. But that's just one thing I want to, I want to say, I thought that was a bad call. And there were a lot of arguing back and forth with the refs all night for both sides. But if there was one gripe to be made, I guess that was it. But um you know, Orca's great season from them. Uh, you you got to love them. They play tough. They come back next year or next session, whatever that is. They just got to get themselves a shooter or two because, um, you know, if Kendall Gillian's playing shutdown defense and Dexter Liu and um, Jeff Winchell being a force getting to the basket, you know, this team is very good. They're just a few uh, sharpshooters away from being a championship level team, in my opinion. Hear me out. Let's get the best pieces from Ozone and add them to the Orcas, because Ozone is dangerous. Is breaking up. 
they're not coming back. I so heard. Let's get some of those guys over at Ozone to the Orca. That could be a pretty solid team. That would be that would be a really dangerous team. A team that brings a lot of energy um, and a good a good mix of guys. So yeah, I think I know their ball don't lie is making. Uh, they made a scouting or recruiting video for. Uh, Luke Hogan to come over to their team. It's actually hilarious. I'll have to send it to you. But yeah, uh, I want to yeah, see it. I want to uh, see it. Yeah, Ellis Einhorn. He's he just cracks me up with with uh, all the stuff he he makes. But yeah, he he made a recruiting video for Luke Hogan. So I know people are trying to scout scout out some of these Ozone boys. Um, I think they'd be a good option for some of these teams to pick them up if you know they still want to be a part of the league. So that's uh, an interesting point you make. So we'll see what happens there. But Orcas. Um, you know, very solid run, uh, very solid team and a few more pieces and, and they could be competing for the championship next, next session, no doubt. 100%. Um, so yeah. So you have anything else to say about this game or are we good to move to the ship? I'm good. I'm, I'm good to move. I just, I, I like the York cause they're a fun team to watch and, you know, sometimes in their games they're, they don't have as much talent, but they're always in and they're always fighting and scrapping. Uh, so it's a hard team to root against. So shout out to the Orcas. Good season. Yeah, very good. Um, Duya's boys, not their best performance, but championship teams get it done when it matters, and, and that's what they did. So um, championship team now back in the championship, going for the undefeated season. Uh, they haven't lost a game in 15 attempts or so now. Uh, just it's just been an unbelievable run for the Duyes boys as as they improve more and more. But unfortunately, the line we're gonna have to make for this game just isn't what it would have been. Like I, I probably would have favored the Duyes boys full squad by about three points here, but now I got to go the other way and and favor Lob City by about fifteen. Uh, unfortunately, Ooh. I think that I mean <clears throat> I'm sorry. I, there's just not much I can say here. That they're missing their two best players that combined for. Uh, 55 points a game together. They're going to be losing that. I mean, it's, it's just a huge loss. So unless Zach Tartaglia, uh, Brian Yarsi, you know, Shane can be a beast inside. Uh, they're going to even need PJ to score some points. And Verducci, like guys that usually put up, you know, two points a game. They're going to need all those guys to show up and, and put on an unbelievable performance because this is basically like Miracle on Ice, USA versus USSR. Um, without two of the top five players in the league. So unless John Kutu and Vincent Volpe are just, are just trying to play some games and they're, and they're going to randomly show up. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I think this finals is for what could have been an all time great game. Uh, I think it's going to end up turning into unfortunately an easy win for, for Lob City in the end here. I have to agree with you. Unfortunately, I mean, Lob City, honestly, the Lob City we saw tonight, if they played Duye's full strength, I think Lob City could sniff that one out too because they were just cra- – they were incredible tonight. But, yeah, um, yeah, you said it. Lob City, they just play fast, energetic. They got their full squad, I'm assuming. And, yeah, yeah I mean, without Vincent and John, that's just too much weight, I think, for to carry on Yarsi and Tartaglia's shoulders. And there's, oh, there's only so much offense they can produce. Uh, so – I think it's got to go Lob City. I think, yeah, I think like 15, maybe like 10. But I think 15 could be closer for the line. I, I agree with that. And 
it does stink because I think full squads for both those teams would have been, you know, a bloodbath, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we know that the 15 points is a representation of Lob City being better than Dewey's boys. I mean, I think most people would agree that Dewey's boys are a slightly better team overall, but there's just nothing you can do when you're going to be missing such big pieces. And I don't want to take this away from Lob City because they've had an unbelievable season, but it just stinks that they're not going to be beating a full strength Duye's boys team. If, if they are to pull this one out, um, you know, I assume uh, Lob City will be at full strength. Uh, you know, they didn't take too much. They'll sub a lot of guys in and out, even Cody Crawford. I'm not sure if he's banged up or whatever, but he didn't even play tonight. So um, they should be pretty well rested overall. Um, so I'm thinking this is going to be a pretty, a pretty, easy game for them. I think they're going to start out. It's going to be similar to what happened tonight, in my opinion. I think Lob City will take a, an early lead. And uh, unfortunately for Dewey's boys, they're just not going to have the offensive power to to make the comeback. I think Lob City is going to win. I don't think they're going to cover that 15 points. I think this is more uh, 8 to 12 point game. But there's, there's just too many weapons on Lob City, and with, without the skill and the length and all the things that Opie and Kutu bring to the game, it's going to be uh, extremely, extremely tough. I have to agree. And honestly, going into the playoffs, I think that Lob City was my third team I thought would win. I thought Duyez, I thought even Good U would have had a better chance at a win, but Good U just didn't, get, didn't show up you know, tonight. It was all Lob City, so credit to them. Again, you never know what could happen, but it does seem like Lob City have a really good chance at taking this home. Yeah, so we'll, we'll finish up here in a minute, but I'm just wondering from from your perspective, what can Duye's boys actually do here to win this game? Because it just doesn't seem like a realistic thing that can happen without their, their two best players. So is there something they can do, someone they can take away um, to help them win this game, or is it just basically uh, just hope and pray? I think there's a couple things. I think one, win or like win or die by the three. Like make make Lob City beat you by the three point line. If you let them get inside, 100%. if you let them run in transition, they're gonna dominate. They're gonna throw dunks, throw oops. They got like five or six guys that will throw oops and catch them and just create a whole bunch of damage, and the mo- the momentum gets on their side. People are going to get mad. Shane Patrick's going to get a tech. Like, you know how it is. If But if Lob City is forced to shoot threes, if they make them, then, you know, kudos. They brought their whole game. But if they're missing, and then Duyez get out in transition because they got some kids that can run, then I don't know. Mm-hmm. Again, it's really hard to say anything when – Dewey is going to be missing their two best players because, like, so much of their game plan goes straight out the window. But I would say you got to keep them outside, which is tough to do. They got, like, those guys are big boys. Like, they're big, they're strong, like, they're going to force their way inside. But, and I would say just got to minimize the turnovers because, again, Lob City likes to run, get in transition. And when you're low on your best players, you got to do all the little things right. So, no, no ticky tacky fouls. No turnovers, pick up your man, get boards, follow your shots, just all the things like that, the little things they got to do right. And it's a daunting task, though. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point you bring up because if you let, you know, Vic Kashu, you let 
um, Jose Mercado, you know, some of these other guys, Cody Burns, all these guys, if, if you let them get to the rim, you're, you're screwed, 100% screwed. Uh, they're just too big. They're too strong, especially with, you know, Volpe and Kutu, who are, you know, both over six feet tall. You really have minimal rim protection. Nate Kirschenbaum has done a really good job this this year, but he doesn't he doesn't have the athleticism to keep up with some of the the big guys on on Lob City, in my opinion. So uh, it's going to be really tough. I think yeah, you got to play off. You got to just let them uh, live or die by the three, like exactly like you said. And then on the offensive end, I think they just have to be extremely aggressive, going to the hole, try and get Lob City in foul trouble. Um, Shane Patrick, he brought up a great point today. Two for 12 from three, didn't take a shot inside the arc. He's the biggest guy on, on the court, you know. He needs to get inside. He needs to rough up Jose or um, Cody or whoever whoever's guarding him. Um, he needs to be extremely aggressive inside, and I think he needs to be a monster on the offensive boards. And because this is this is the way Dewey's boys is going to win. If, if they want to win this championship, they're going to have to do some unconventional things, uh, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, pr- pretty much that, that's where I stand. And if I ask you, you know, what Lob City has to do to, you know, make this win as easy as they can for themselves, because we know they're the heavy favorites. We know that they're supposed to win this game now. So what can they do to just make this a pretty easy win without having to stress too much? Focus all your attention on Tartaglia and Yarsi. If, like, if Shane Patrick – makes 10 threes and wins the Duyasa a championship. Well, hats off. Congratulations. They, they deserve it, but shut down two guys, the two guys there that can consistently score. I don't think it'll be a problem with the numbers they have and have many good players as they have just get in their face, ball denial, double team, you know, like just those are the guys that they're going to be going to. So I would just say, shut them down. Yeah, I, I think, I think that's that's 100% true. Uh, you just you know there's there's two guys that are going to be the primary scorers. You haven't been able to rely on many other guys to score all year, so <laughs> it's tough, man. When you're losing 55 points of scoring, like man, it, it really makes Lob City's life so much easier than than it could have been. So too bad that we're gonna, you know, we would have been missing out on probably an all-time matchup, um, just two two of the best teams this league has ever seen, but. Um, you know, however this goes, I'm sure it's going to end up being a solid game when, when everyone comes to play. The Dewey's boys are, are champions deep down, so I think they'll they'll make this game as tough as humanly possible. I hate picking against them because, you know, I, I've i picked them all year. I picked them two years ago, so um, it, it's unfortunate. But, you know, I just hope that, that the game's going to be good. Um, and, yeah, that all Dewey's boys can do is – is really just let Lob City live and die by the three because if you start letting Jose get a, get ahead of steam to the to the rim, just uh, you know you're going to be on the top five place. So <laughs> you're be on the top five place. You're going to be going home without a without a trophy. So uh, you know that that's about the the story there in my opinion. Um, anything else to say on this game? Oh, actually, uh, what was I going to ask you? You have a score prediction. I want to do. I may as well just do a score prediction. Uh, yeah, I'll say um, uh, I'll go I'll go sixty-two, forty-nine. Uh, Lob City. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, 
do you boys better keep the scoring that low if they want to keep it close? Um, I was thinking 68 to 59. Uh, do you boys cover on the line that we gave? But uh, unfortunately, it's just not going to be their game to win. I think, yeah, I think we all feel pretty confident about that. Unless, you know, something miraculous happens. John Kutu and Zavolpi swoop in with their capes on. Uh, but They come flying out of skydiving in to the <laughs> – That would be all-time all legendary. Uh, best – that would be like the best moment in men's league history if that happens. But <laughs> I don't think it's going to. So, Lob City, uh, if they win it, congratulations, Duyes. If they, if they win it, I mean – Go play the lottery. That that would be an unbelievable. <laughs> <game>. so, <laughs> uh, I'm just rooting for a good game. Uh, Matt, thanks for doing this with me this year. I really appreciate it. Thanks for everyone that listened this year. Tons of fun. Had a great time. Uh, and uh, we appreciate all the, all the nice comments and even the mean ones. No, we didn't really get any. So, we appreciate uh, them all. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening in uh, to the Low Post Pod. And uh, take care. Good luck in the finals, everyone.